0: This is a Poets and Writers page one author reading. To hear more, visit us at pw.org forward slash multimedia or at soundcloud.com forward slash poets and writers. My brother used to say he could remember everything. That most people's first memories start when they're around four or five, but that he could remember much earlier than that. Six months, one year. He said he could remember the day I was born as if it had just happened. On that day, he was three, and he came to the hospital with my older sister and brother, who had been watching him while my mom was in labor. And when he went there to meet me for the first time, he brought his favorite toys with him. No one told him to do this. They just said he was going to meet his brother, and he got an idea. He brought two little plastic dinosaurs, a T-Rex and a pterodactyl. When he would play with them at home, he would hold his forefinger and his thumb to his temple, and he would pinch and then drag his pinched fingers to the toy to draw his consciousness, his immaterial self, the thoughts, the emotions, the fears, and secret joys into the toy. So the T-Rex could be him, could enjoy his child's mind, and he could enjoy its powerful body, and he could run freely. And when he saw me in my mother's arms wrapped up and staring silently at the bright room and the faces crowding around me he patted me on the head and he put his fingers to my soft baby head and dragged my newborn consciousness into the pterodactyl and then he did it at his own temple and dragged himself into the t-rex my mom asked him what are you doing he told her and she laughed and she asked him if he loves his brother and he said he does and he said that since he is older and bigger, he is the T-Rex, and I am the pterodactyl. And she laughed, and my older siblings laughed, and he went and sat down on the little couch in the hospital room and played with the toys, put me in his right hand, and flew me around while the T-Rex stayed on the ground and marched and roared. I wonder what he dragged from my head then, at that youngest age, getting older by the second. What did I come here with? Did I recognize myself as something individual, as something separate from the blaring hospital light, the arms of my mother, the beeping machines, the nurses running in and out down the hall? In that most vital of moments, that moment in which I was supposed to first conceive of myself as discreet, to orient myself within the three dimensions of life on earth, to understand my physical extension into the world of things my limitations as a shape of organic matter bound by the laws of physics and geometry. In that moment, I was ripped from my mewling helpless self, and I was given the wings of a gigantic prehistoric bird. And there, with that first blast of the light and noise of the world, where I was supposed to learn laws, rules, codes of conduct, the base grounding relation on which all other conceptions and relations are built, I am my body, and my body is me. I was given flight instead, and the rest of my life after that was one giant lamentation, one quick screeching fall and yearning for the sky. Your first moments on earth should be a humbling experience, but I was given power. Without that foundational understanding, there was only disappointment and restlessness, endless desire pulling at my worldly chains. And this was the only thing I could think of as a possible reason for why I behaved the way that I did, why I felt the way that I felt, which was the animating question of all the therapies and theories of addiction. All those possible reasons that never held water for me because they weren't specific or real, because maybe my brother forgot to put my consciousness back in my head, and I was never wedded to my body in the way that I should have been.